Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish them. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H-Cubed up in this bitch. Yeah. We another are. episode back at y'all motherfuckers, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for tuning in. Another quarantine edition. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all could tell, but probably can. Another Zoom edition. Shout out to the sponsor, Zoom. Yeah. Um, it's possible. Uh, you already know. So here we go. Another regular episode for y'all. I want to let y'all know. Uh, we also got some album reviews coming up very soon. We're working on those as we speak. Yep. J Electronica. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what's, I can't think of the album name uh, right now, but... um. It's like a written testimony, written testimony or testimony. Uh, I don't know. So, whatever the new joint is. There you go. Red testimony, new joint, which is pretty much Jay Electronica and Jay Z. I'm just saying. Facts. Not just Jay Electronica. Uh, watch the throne, but, uh, too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, we also got Buster Rhymes Extinction Level. Yep. Extinction event. Level event. The final world uh, order, I think, or something like that. Yeah. And I was, I've been listening to, I've listened to like about half of that joint so far. It was pretty tough. It was pretty tough so far. That was one of that was one of my shit from high school, dog. <laughs> yeah, they joined, they joined definitely. I feel like I got a '98 vibe to it. For sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. All right, well, let's go ahead and jump into this episode, bro. Yeah, We've sure. had like mad technical problems on my end, and stuff has been working. And then when I come back to actually do some shit later, shit don't want to work. Like I got a ghost in my house fucking up my shit. I don't even know. I'm saying, bro. <laughs> but first, let's go ahead and get the sad shit up out of the way. First, I want to say RIP to uh, Andre Harrell, who was the Uptown Records executive. He created the label back in the '90s. Um, and actually, if y'all don't know anything about Uptown Records, Uptown Records is who Diddy worked for before he up he learned the game and then moved on to make Bad Boy Records. So and essentially he created Diddy and Bad Boy Records, uh, you know, in that way. But he also created the, the careers for Mary J. Blige, the R&B group guy, Albie Shore, Jodeci, Heavy D and the Boys, and so many other black artists. It's ridiculous. So just want to shout out to Andre Harrell, RIP, because like that man was in charge of a good amount of the shit that I listened to when I was a kid. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, I feel like he definitely, again, I-, I unfortunately had never heard of him really, to be honest, until he passed. Yeah. But I feel like that's definitely a way that I guess you can make your name known in, I guess, a certain, a certain something that you're doing while remaining kind of in the back. Because I feel like, I mean, I, I don't know, maybe maybe he wasn't in the back there- while he was more active. But I had personally never heard of him. So I just assumed that he was somebody who was kind of like, the in the back type of dude who wasn't really all I can the only cameras. yeah I can only say that I think that he was in the background mostly because like I remember the name simply because he was the CEO of Uptown like that would be the only reason that I would really remember it because being as, as hard as I was into music I pretty much knew who people were signed to back in the day and who was in charge of said labels I don't really remember anything else outside about outside of him other than that though so like I'm assuming that he spent most of his time in the background I could be wrong if anybody listening knows better than us hit us up let us know yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Uh, but yeah, man, RIP my man, man. Yeah. Definitely a loss in the hip-hop community. Yes, sir. Sure. And we'll go right on onto to a more recent uh, RIP to uh, George Floyd, who was the Stay guy who was murdered by the police in, uh, I think, Minnesota. 
Minnesota. Minneapolis, Minnesota. They, you know, put his put the knee on his on his neck, on the back of his neck, with his face cr- basically crushed into the pavement for like I think ten minutes almost, basically ending his life. Uh, but what most people don't know about Mr. Floyd was that he was actually a rapper. And he was connected to DJ Screw. Now, if anybody from Houston, y'all know that DJ Screw is a huge, prolific, prolific, prolific. The man is a beast. <laughs> He's a fucking popular ass fucking beast DJ from Houston. He's huge in that scene. And apparently, uh, George Floyd was all over his mixtapes in the late '90s and in the early 2000s. And there's a lot of mixtapes that came out in that time frame under DJ Screw. So yeah, no, nah, definitely. R.I.P. to him, and it's another another person that's gone too early from the culture. Like, may, we may not have known too much about him, but, I mean, if you're from Houston, I'm sure you know who this guy is. Oh, yeah, no, nah, definitely. And um, I just feel like it's um, all of this. I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen uh, everything that's going on uh, in Minnesota right now with one thing that I did see, which, again, it's funny how it all goes back to hip-hop at the end of the day. Yep. I seen a video where they're actually burning down the Minnesota police precinct where that nigga fuck worked at. Wow. While they're listening to Fanado by Chief Keith. That's hilarious. Now, if there's ever <laughs> been a moment of just unity and just brotherhood of tearing down what really is the fucking evil in this world, dog, it was that right there. To fucking Chief Fanado, Keith. To Chief dog, Keith. Chief oh. Keith is... Chief Keep is smiling somewhere in Calabasas right now, I promise you. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't even know that that was going on, but he just looked up to the sky and, and furrowed yeah. his brow and it's like, somewhere there's ratchetness being taken out in my name. In my name, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And you know, you know, any nigga who makes a song of that nature, that's all that matters. That's all that he wants from that song. He it don't matter. Feel it don't matter if it goes platinum. It, as long as niggas do ratchet shit to it, mm-hmm. that's all that matters. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, but but back to the seriousness though, yeah man, like a lot of shit is crazy right now. A lot of shit is just you know. Damn, oh, oh, give me one. Look at Rondo Michelle, get myself. All right, you can tell me I'll be back. <laughs> I'm recording my show, dog. Come on, man. Come on, dog. That shit blows. I lost my train of thought. I was gonna say something, but all right, all right. <laughs> I just might keep that in. <laughs> This is what this is. Look, man, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. But let's let's. All right. Well, let's let's just go ahead and go on to the new topic. R.I.P. R.I.P. George Floyd. Everyone, you know, you know, big us to his family, his friends, <clears throat> everyone who was touched by him. Yes, sir. For sure. R.I.P. And everybody out there, in Minnesota, please be safe. Yes. You know, the police don't love you, so make sure you watch yourself, watch your back, and uh, keep protesting, keep fighting. Know that we with you, even though we're not physically with you. We with you. Exactly. Be safe, y'all. Exactly. Where um, now, I've heard about Doja Cat recently coming up with some quite problematic things that she's talking about. Um, yes, sir. Can you can you break that down for me? And I, I can talk about what she said on that damn, um, on the rebuttal. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, and just word or whatever. Y'all hear me coughing in this joint? It's the weed, not the Rona. We've explained that several times throughout this pandemic. I just want y'all to let, I want to, I want to let y'all know. Exactly. But anywho, <laughs> Doja Cat. All right. So, scrolling through Twitter, boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. And I see what's trending. K 
cancel Doja Cat. So I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. Twitter is fake mad at some shit like they are every day. That I mean, click on it. I mean, of Boom, course. click on it. And I realized that motherfuckers is not fake mad. They really, like, I guess upset at this shit. So pretty much for those of you that haven't been uh, tuned in to what's going on with Miss Doja Cat, a video of her leak of her being in a chat room, like a video chat room. I think it was a, a tiny chat hmm. chat room. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't even know where people got that it was a white supremacist chat room. Okay. I don't know if it's because it was all white people. I mean, I guess that would be a big indication. A big indication. But regardless, people came out saying that it was a white supremacy chat room. People go in there and talk, you know, hate towards minorities and blah, blah, blah. And fucking Doja Cat was there. Now, apparently, that's how the or the video was came out as that Doja Cat was in the white supremacist chat room. And she was saying all kinds of wild shit, uh, including one of them pretty much telling one of the dudes in the chat room uh suck my dick n-word like hard r oh. not not nigga but hard r Ooh. you know what i mean so and I, I don't know like it did it definitely looked fucking like like dog, you got the number one song in the country with fucking Nicki minaj and you're fucking wild and the crazy thing is right the crazy thing is you would think oh this happened before she blew up before she knew that she had to watch her image. Mm-hmm. Nigga, this happened last month. No, Not even see, last month. Like like three weeks ago. I was about to just be like, why all these motherfuckers got to be fucking up in the past and then want to be all, all woke and shit now? This bitch is just fucking up, period. Yeah, no, but son. So, and, and that got me to thinking, right? Like, all right, let, let me just explain, I guess, everything that happened first and then I, I'll give my how I feel about this. But, okay. so... Like I said, video of her saying wild shit and apparently, I guess, stripping for a white... Like, one of the dudes on the chat came out and was like, yeah, she stripped for me while I was calling her the N-word and blah, 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 and calling her... Why do white people get off on that type of shit? I don't fucking know, but they do. It's like the weirdest shit. It's like the weirdest shit, but anyways. And then also, I guess, I guess because she's technically... Half, I think she's half black. I think she said she was, and black. and I think she, I think she likes white men, and, and you already know that if you already have said a bunch of like wild shit that are demeaning towards black people, and you like white men, yeah, it's like that's like the fucking super candy cherry on the top, dog. Like you about <laughs> to get fucking ran over, dog. Yep. And sure enough, sure enough, um, that along with an unreleased song. Um, Okay. You got a time limit, jump? Yeah. Yeah, I got that, don't you? Okay. Um, <laughs> and there, uh, another thing that came out for Doja Cat was apparently a song that um, that was unreleased, mm-hmm. apparently, and got leaked, and it's titled Didn't Do Nothing, which, again, I didn't even know it was a fucking uh, racial slur until, I guess, it became a topic of... Of discussion on Twitter, but apparently didn't do nothing was something that white people back in the day would call black people saying that like when they would get pressed out by police, that they would say, oh, we, we didn't do nothing. We didn't do nothing. That's a new one to me. And, and the crazy thing about that, right, is that like, I feel like that's not even something that black people would say. I feel like that's something that somebody from the South would say. Yeah, like, pretty much. You know, or, or, or not even like, I just feel like 
I, I don't know. I, like, I feel like when I hear that phrase, I don't associate it towards black people. But I don't either. Because I mean, I I grew up with everybody saying that. So yeah, we didn't do nothing. We didn't do nothing. Nobody do nothing. But yeah. So regardless, so she came out with a song. It, it, um, she says didn't do nothing all throughout the uh, throughout the hook of the song, and then the verses are kind of weird and all over the place, and don't really have. I don't know. They're kind of just all over the place. It didn't make much sense. Yeah. But, um. So yeah, so a lot of people were calling her out for that, for pretty much making a song uh, about, or pretty much just saying a racial slur all through it. So yeah, so pretty much people wanted Doja canceled. Uh, there was every, and the crazy thing is, right? Everybody says that like, oh, cancel so and so, cancel so and so, but it never really happens. Um, but I don't know. A couple of days later, I saw that people were still talking about it. And sure enough, uh, Doja Cat was kind of forced to come out and make an apology, like a, one of them little PR apologies. Oh, of course, because you know everybody does that. Yeah, of course. And it got me to think, right? And honestly, right? Because mm-hmm. you got to think, right? Doja Cat, while she might be... Because I, I personally think she's super talented. I think she's super talented. I think she's... I don't know. I think she, she has a, re- a really wide range of musical ability too i feel like she could kind of rap she could kind of sing she could do good hooks she can do a lot of shit she could dance kind of so i feel like she's a very wide range artist but at the same time right like people are forgetting that she gave us the song bitch i'm a cow yeah Uh, bitch i like so i feel like she's always been like this weird old type of girl and I feel like the things that she was saying or was accused of doing or whatever, I feel like are things that weirdo type of people do. Yeah, facts. And, you know what I mean? So I feel like like, like everybody wants the good things that come with being like this weirdo, whatever. And again, here's another thing too. Like I think it wasn't really proven that this was a white supremacy chat room. It was just like, you know, people, when stories come out, people just run with whatever like, I guess sounds the best or whatever. Yeah. So people were just saying that it was a white supremacy chat room. Again, I don't know if it was or wasn't, but I don't, I didn't see anything to say that it was. You know what I mean? But um, regardless, I don't know. It was just kind of, I don't know. It was just, I, I just feel like people are like, like y'all put, y'all made her, y'all queen by giving her this, by putting her on this pedestal. But she didn't realize that, that this was her whole demeanor. Like, like I'm sure. No, here's the thing, right? I'm sure, like you know, a lot of people that you're cool with that say a lot of fucked up shit yeah. that you're cool with, and you might not agree with shit that they say, but you're cool with them yeah. because you know you know that this is what they are. This is what comes with them, and they might be wrong, but like, hey, this is no man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I don't know. I I don't know. I just feel like I feel like the same thing that always happens is gonna happen. She's gonna go quiet for a little bit, a couple weeks, maybe even a month or two. Come back out with a song. All this is gonna go something She already went number one. She already got her status. I would say, in a normal world, when you're a number one, you're pretty much accessible at all times to everyone for like at least two or three months. Yeah. But in the Corona world, you can literally go in your basement and just hide from everyone and not see anybody for two months. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So yeah, I think you're right. Like she's gonna go into hiding. It'll blow over. And then she'll come back out with something, especially if it's a number, another number one hit song. They will not give a fuck. Yeah. And the truth is, right, because a perfect example of that is I feel like people's morals when it comes to musicians don't fucking matter. You know what I mean? Like, Mm-mm. 
Like, perfect example is the whole Takashi Signashi. People don't care that this nigga snitched. People don't care that he didn't do the morally correct thing to do. Well, it's because people want to basically separate the artist from the, their work, I guess is what you want to call it, their music. But yeah. the artist is their work because, if, yeah, especially if they claim so. to write their work, it's them. Now, when you go into somebody like Takashi, his whole music was about the gang life, blah, blah, blah. Now, his music is not about that. His music is straight up about trolling, basically. Well, even though he did he did in the, um, the first song, which... Um, I guess we can just jump in and talk, talk about Takashi now. Yeah. Pretty good story. Hey. Pretty good story. <laughs> just saying, we're getting better and better every every episode. There you go. Um, but um, yeah, nah. He 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 still talked about gangster shit uh, in the last song. He said he said something about pull up to the chicken spot, hit him with a hundred shots. So wow. Yeah. He was yeah. He, he's pro- he's 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 projecting. That's what somebody's gonna do to his ass. <laughs> Dog, I'm telling you. Here's another thing. All right. So fuck. Let let's talk about. Uh, his new song, which I don't think we've talked about, y'all. And if we have, forgive us, but we promise this will be the last time. Yeah. Um, this is a dumbass about- name for a song. But then again, all his songs are named dumb shit. Dumb ass shit. And uh, I think he has the baby shark shark. Uh, as a as, as a as chain. A, mm-hmm. as a chain. And in the video, the music video, it's like the, 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 uh, the thumbprint or the, the, what is it called? The, the thumbnail? Oh, yeah. That's uh, true. The video mm-hmm. is the little giant. Right. So, um, so pretty much. The the uh, the music video, so it's called Gooba. 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 G O O B A. And pretty much all it is is the same Takashi that was here before he left. Yep. With about six to seven big booty bad bitches in the background twerking with. Well, he literally got the LGBT flag of bitches. <laughs> Each one in a different color. <laughs> That's literally what he did. That's literally what he did, dog. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. Like before, before you heard this, right? What did you expect Takashi to do when he came back out? Because I think we all knew that he was going to come back and release music. But did you expect it to be the same rah rah energy and like talking shit still? And I'm still rich. Like, what do you think? Honestly, I really didn't think anything about what I expected his music to sound like. I was more along the lines of. Is anybody really gonna be fucking with him? Is is are people really still gonna be listening to him and checking for him and following him and and you know basically feeding into the Takashi ego? And that tr- that of course proved to be true. I mean, right out the gate. But as for the as for the music, I had n- I didn't even think about what it was gonna listen like what it was gonna sound like. I guess I could say deep down, I I figured that it would be the exact same sound that we had before. But I mean, I I really would be lying if I said I really didn't think about that at all like i just i i don't think about takashi very much let me just put it that way <laughs> no, but see you know you know it's funny and that just goes to show my next point that we talked about before how it with takashi is not about his music his music is very minimal in his artistry yeah it's his image it's the shit he be talking uh-huh. outside of music and then maybe third is music. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe fourth. Maybe even fourth or fifth. For, for, but it's definitely not once or two or four or even three. Yeah. Uh, on a level of importance of, of why he's, I guess, where he's at. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. It's just, I don't know. It, it's because, to be honest, the song isn't really all that great. It's really not. Uh, now, the only, it, thing that, the only thing that was really f- 
that was really funny about the song was when he put down that umbrella and the block the screen and then he brought it back up and he had the motherfucking mouse emoji on his on his head. No, he's dog. He's you know what's so fucking funny, right? In an alternate universe, right? Yeah. Daniel Hernandez is not Takashi Six Nine. Or maybe he is Takashi Six Nine, but he's not a rapper. He decided, you know what? Let me get a computer instead and become a YouTuber hey. and like do some funny trolling shit. Because I feel like that dog, would make more sense. Yes, dog. Look, as much as I disagree with what he did, I feel like he's a funny motherfucker, dog. I feel like he's funny. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's. I, I don't care what people say. I, I feel like he's smart as shit with a lot of things that he does, or maybe not smart, but he's strategic. Mm-hmm. He's definitely strategic. And I don't know. I just feel like there was a different route other than going in the streets, um, especially when you're him. Uh, apparently, he knows how to. He makes. Here's another thing too, which is kind of uh, interesting too. He uh, films and directs his own music videos now, obviously because he's on house arrest, so he can't uh, have. Probably been on YouTube looking up all the tutorials that he can find. Well, no, because I mean, that's um, what I before, did. So. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that's what most people would do. But uh, apparently, before um, before he became a rapper, he was a uh, he was um, a video like he made videos. Oh shit! Uh, for for other rappers, and uh, I heard somebody said he was actually pretty good at it. So again, it's it's just crazy. Like the more you hear about this kid, like I'm not calling him a kid; he's fucking 24 years old. The more you hear about this guy, the more you find out, yo, this nigga really did not have to do this. Mm-mm. Like, no. like so many people, like, and and that's another reason why it sucks that this nigga's making such a joke out of everything, is because so many people join street life because they have to, because this is what they were born into or whatever. And Takashi Dog could have literally done so many other different things other so than what many. he did. So many. And he decided to do that. So I mean. But um, yeah, man. So apparently a new song is coming out next Friday, apparently. Okay. June whenever fifth, whenever that is. June fourth or fifth, something like that, yeah. One of those days. But um coming out next week, next Friday. Um apparently it's called Trolls. So you already know. So you know, why not? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, um, I would just say this: all them bitches you got in the music video is gonna be your demise. Because I know, there's one thing I know: bitches don't fuck with. They don't. They don't have no loyalty to that nigga. They don't do none of that shit. They probably fucking with other niggas mm-hmm. who, who, who are cool with other niggas who don't like this nigga. Yeah, and, and then. They gonna set him up. I'm telling you, dog. I can see I'm that. Telling you. I can definitely see that. Like, cause I know, I know if I was, if I was a fucking snitch, dog. Yeah, I'm sure. Whatever, my girl, cool. But my girl and all of her friends who are strippers who work in New York strip clubs. Yeah. <laughs> are you fucking serious? Hell no. But whatever. Now I will say that his trolling online, some of it has been funny. Well, some of it has also been kind of like, come on, nigga, like. You you reaching now But I guess it's just because he was in jail He's trying to catch back up But like when that nigga was like You see this watch? I ain't arguing with you if you don't have this watch You a little kid to me if you don't have this watch I was just like yeah. Alright nigga no. Most grown niggas don't have that watch So shut the fuck up But also yeah. um, He's been going after fucking Like he's, he's he's been funny and annoying About going after Billboard and Ariana Grande And Justin Bieber for and Snoop Dogg and, Well I mean Snoop Dogg for Yeah I, I wasn't going to get into that but I'm talking about this just for the the Billboard. Um, he's mad that his song wasn't number one, that Ariana oh, yeah, and Justin yeah, got number yeah, one. And started talking yeah. about 
they cheating and he tried to pull up all his records and say see this is what it's supposed to be and blah 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 and i was like first of all my man like as an artist you shouldn't worry about going number one as an artist you should put out music and worry about putting out music so that your ass can fucking afford to stay alive (laughs) (laughs) number one is not gonna keep you alive bro dog you know what the funny thing is especially not a number one from Takashi, who those this number one right it's it's all smoke and mirrors to me because let me tell you what right a real number one song doesn't start off at number one Mm-mm. it doesn't never it never doesn't. if you look at if you look at major songs like super major that uh songs that remain on number one on the billboard chart have never just been the hottest song ever and then uh stay that way. Yeah. It starts it starts somewhat slow and then it builds up, then it's like the number fifteen, then it's number eight, then it's number three, and then it's number one, and then it stays number one for however long. Mm-hmm. Like I guarantee you that that song wasn't number one and it probably isn't number one this week. No, I can guarantee I it. Like, and like, honestly, and, and, I'll tell you the way that the the industry has been going. Look at some of these songs. Like I'm gonna call it the Cha Cha Slide. That's not what the fuck it's called. What's Jake's new joint? The Left Foot No Right uh, Foot Slide. The Tootsie Slide. There you go. Whatever that song. The Tootsie Slide and Savage, the original version. They both been out for a minute. They both have been internet sensations for TikTok, Instagram, whatever, whatever, whatever. But neither one of them got to number one. Savage mm-hmm. didn't get to number one until Beyonce got on the remix. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, exactly. look at that! Like exactly. this, as as popular as the song has been, and Savage has been popular for months. So has Tootsie Slide. Neither one of them have hit number one that I know of yet. So what the fuck is he complaining about? Yeah, no, you're right, and it's just it's so funny how like again that he always talks about him having a number one hit, him having all this money. He he put up a video. He was like, I just made a million dollars on house arrest. And yeah, I guess it's something to brag about, right? But what can you do with those million dollars? Exactly. You can't go out. And even when you get off a of house arrest, you can't go out. You can buy all of the things on Amazon. That's what the funniest yeah. nigga can yeah. do. <laughs> you can buy, yo, you can buy all the freshest shit in the world to go to outside in your backyard and take a couple pictures. And that's it. And post them on Instagram. Outside. You can't be, com- that's another thing too. Nigga, you can't be comfortable. Like, you gotta understand, like me and you, right? We don't have no enemies that I would, I mean, I hope we don't. Nah, nah, but nothing. I, know I don't that. have no enemies. <laughs> you don't have no, <laughs> you don't have no enemies. We sleep perfectly fine at night knowing that for the most part, there's nothing we should really worry about anything happening or somebody coming after us. Exactly. This nigga, on the other hand, you, you, you have to have in the back of your mind, yo, I could go to sleep and not wake up. Mm-hmm. Niggas coming to my house. Like, this is probably like almost Mercury. a quarter of New York that's looking for this nigga. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, you know, so. It's just I don't know, man. I, I I feel like people love to say, "Oh, see, he's still winning. He's still he's, he made a million dollars." But are you really? Are you really? I feel like that's the definition of selling your soul. It's like trading in peace of mind, uh, respect, mm-hmm. and dignity. Just, oh, yeah, dignity for fucking money. Mm-hmm. That's that's literally what he's doing. And I feel like if you rock with that, then. I don't know. You kind of a weird person. I feel like a lot of a lot, a lot of people these days like that's just like. As long as they have the clout, as long as they have money, as long as they have the popularity, the Instagram likes, like all of the shit that comes with it, they'll they'll be cool with it. Like until they finally figure out that one day that oh, ain't none of this shit really mean shit, and I'm still fucked up and unhappy. Like, yeah, 
Yeah. Like, what's Takashi gonna up. say? Like, what his if his album comes out, which has already been pushed back, it comes out, it flops, ain't nobody fucking with it. It's not like he can go on tour to make money. So what the fuck is he doing now? He just gonna stay relevant by yeah. like being a troll on Instagram. Yeah, and I feel like that'll only last so long, dog. Oh, yeah. It'll only last so long. Because people get tired of that shit. Because it's like, it was funny at first because, you know, of all the rah-rah shit that was going on. But now this nigga's secluded. He can't do shit. He ain't in charge of shit. And, and, and here's another thing, too, right? Like, I get it, you know, the whole him buying $4 million watches mm-hmm. is, like, part of the whole image that they want to push. That Even him doing ignorant shit like that gets him money. Yeah. But that's the dumbest shit I feel like you could do. Especially when you know you might have to keep relocating mm-hmm. uh, once you get out of house arrest. And the fact that he's already had to relocate at least two times since yeah. he's been on house arrest. Like, this nigga should know. Like, get your shit together, bro. Like, Honestly, dog, I, I think somebody like him is in denial. Because at this point, you have to know that you can't do nothing but... What you be in the house? Yeah. Like imagine us doing like what we've been doing this whole time, and that's for the rest of your life, dog. You can't just go to the park. You can't just go to the beach. Mm-mm. You can't be like your friends, like yo, we, we about to go hit shotgun. You can't. Mm-mm. So I don't know, dog. Like I personally rather be broke as me that can go anywhere I want at any point in time with no fear of anything really happening. Yeah. Other than being him, who he could go to the fucking store and get murk. It's like no matter how much money he makes, he's never gonna really have all that much, especially now because he has to pay so hard for security. That's, That's electronic security and physical security at the house. That's physical security when he go anywhere he go. Like that special security for whenever he's traveling outside of the country. I mean, like he always has to have somebody on his back. Like some stars can throw on a hoodie, some shades, yep. and walk the fuck out among people and nobody see him because they, they've gone to be able to do themselves unrecognizable. First of all, they ain't gonna happen with this nigga with rainbow hair and tattoos all over your face. That's not gonna happen. Point blank. So he gonna have to like he gonna have to get like on some Ninja Turtle shit and slab on some like regular skin uh, colored face cream before the nigga leave the house and then put on a shade and hoodies and shit. I'm saying or or like or just wear a mask. Yeah basically just wear another person's face. Yeah. (laughs) All right well enough of this nigga this nigga blows my life after a while. (laughs) Let's go ahead and talk about Def Jam Records, which is now a subsidiary of the Universal Music Group, is opening a new version of Def Jam, Def Jam Africa. It's going to be based in, there's going to be one based in Johannesburg, uh, South Africa, and then one in Lagos, Nigeria. Yeah, and, I figure, I figure Lagos, I feel like Lagos is real big in, uh, mm-hmm. in a lot of Africa. I, think, I feel like Lagos is probably the biggest West African city that i can think of outside of maybe like accra ghana like definitely the most populated i think i think so i mean i know accra is pretty like but i don't i don't know the numbers between the two of them but they both those are two of the biggest cities in western africa let's just put it that way for real for real so and then of course johannesburg is definitely one of the biggest cities in all of the southern part of africa so it makes the most sense for it to be in those two locations and they actually have a few signees to start with their first signees is now, for my African brethren and sistren, excuse me if I pronounce any of these names wrong. Boiti, Casper no- Novest, Larry Gaga, Nadia Nakia, Nasty C, Shego, Shego, Teleman, Ricky Tyler, and Vector are all the first signees 
of Def Jam Africa. So congratulations to you guys. And fucking congratulations to Def Jam because Def Jam has always been one of those labels that steps outside the bounds because they had, of course, Def Jam, which was the hip hop. Then they had um, Island Def Jam, which was all of the reggae dancehall artists, everybody in that vein. Now it makes more sense to even go into Africa and oh, yeah. sign those artists there because, I mean, African music has always been popular, especially among Africans, but it's getting more popular amongst Americans because, I mean, like, remember that song, Joanna? Jo- jo- that's not yeah. a Caribbean nigga. That's an African dude. <laughs> so, like, like it's you starting to funny? gain over here too. So, Yo, you know what's funny, right? And to all my African people, don't take this the wrong way, yeah. but I feel like, like, it's so funny how, like, the world works where, like, I feel like it wasn't really popping to be African like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, and now it's like, I don't know, there's like a lot that like society takes from African culture, mm-hmm. whether it be their music, their dressing, or whatever the fuck. I think and, one of the, and, and now yeah. like that's like what's popping. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. kind of crazy. I mean, I think it's dope. I mean, amongst black people, especially African Americans, African culture has always been looked upon big. I mean, we went through like the whole like I guess Afro Renaissance like in the early '90s, especially with hip hop and a whole bunch of spirit like you know poetry and and trains of thought and everything. But to yeah. actually see like Africans infiltrating our culture with their music, it's it's a, it's it's tight to see. Just like it was good to see like the Latinos do the same thing like with. Um, with uh, reggaeton and when um even yeah, when yeah. bachata started to get a little more popular and they started making songs with usher and drake and stuff like that like that's that's more crossover stuff you never expected to see because i mean i grew up with a lot of latino culture so i grew up going to parties where there was a lot of bachata salsa merengue played i learned how to dance because they were like you can't be at the party if you ain't going to dance nigga so <laughs> so it's like you know like i feel like that it's not my culture but i'm a part of that culture i have mad respect for that culture and it's cool to see the africans getting their time now thing i just feel like this is going to make africa even bigger like africa has been one of those places that's been on like the come up for like 50 years at this point and it really hasn't been able to like break through everything and i feel like maybe this is that time where like maybe the continent as a whole will really just blow up more and yeah i mean honestly just garner more respect because they had the africa um, side note i, I want to say maybe cameroon the leader of the cameroon i don't remember but um he was online no maybe it was ghana i think it was ghana maybe i don't remember but some african president was online talking about um i think it was ghana he was talking about we can't depend on you know france or, or whoever it was that you know is our person that came and colonized us so, you know we're under their system like everything that we get is because the french people would be like all right go ahead and have it we need to start doing our own shit so that we can have pride in our own shit and our, we don't have to have people everyone moving away to find you know whether it's to europe or to america to get something like we want africans to be able to be here in africa and be successful and that honestly that's a good push like that's you said you put that in people's mindset that's a good way to go about it so oh yeah for sure for sure definitely. but uh let's go ahead and end the episode there because niggas is running out of time hey. <laughs> did you have a petty of the week uh yes i did so for a uh, petty of the week uh i would say shout out to my man but fuck this nigga <laughs> uh motherfucking donald trump uh got on snapchat of course Going from Twitter to Snapchat, because I don't know if y'all seen, but Twitter was very petty as well. Mm-hmm. Back checking. I have two, I have two, two petty moments real quick. <laughs> Twitter was very petty with fact checking Donald Trump. So much to the point where Donald Trump made a law that passed last night of something about them niggas not being able to interfere because it's a, a neutral 
some shit. Let me but tell you that something, Donald. That's their platform. They can do what the fuck they want with it. You abide by their user agreement, whether you're the president or not. Well, no, no, because I didn't even know this shit, but I guess apparently if you're a neutral site or whatever, you have a certain shield that protects you from anything that somebody might say. Mm-hmm. So because if you say, like, because if you're, I think if you're, if you're a certain website that pushes a certain agenda and somebody says something that encourages somebody to do something, mm-hmm. I think that website or app could be held uh, liable for whatever was, yeah. mm-hmm. was done. But if you're a neutral joint and somebody tweets, yo, go kill all the Spanish people in Langley Park right now, then nobody could say, nobody could blame Twitter. I guess it's, it's the whole, you know, whatever. I mean, well, if you're saying things that are dangerous to people, even if you're on a, a, I forgot what the word that you use that fast was, but um, a biasless uh, system, like, mm-hmm. it's just, I would assume that the same rules, like, you can't shout fire in a crowded movie theater. Or, you know, you can't, you know, there's certain things that you can't say in public, whether you have free speech or not. Still, like, when you sign up to use Twitter, Instagram, whatever, you have to go by their fucking agreement, right? You have to say, I agree to the terms and agreements, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. If you don't read them, motherfuckers, you don't know. Somewhere and probably their terms and agreements say that if they find something to be offensive or dangerous to the, to the general populace or some shit like that, that they can probably remove the tweet. Now, the fact that they would have had put a fact check on that joint because this man is spitting out incorrect information that everyone knows is incorrect. To me, that makes sense. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, to me, sure. it, it makes all sense. Now, what he passed, I didn't hear about. I mean, I heard that he was trying to pass something like sign some uh, executive or something. I don't know what it was. I ain't heard nothing about it yet, so I can't really speak on it. If it comes to terms and, and conditions, Donald, you signed up for what you signed up for. Yeah. So well, if, they, if they can, if they say that they can put correct information, if you put completely false information, or they can remove your tweet if you say something fucked up or something that's gonna get somebody killed or puts a threat out there in the world, you gotta go by them rules. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. But back to the real quick the uh, the uh, the petty moment, mm-hmm. which is Donald Trump on his Snapchat or Donald Trump's social media team on his Snapchat. Better you said yes. Uh, put together a little combination of Ti's song. Uh, whatever you like, and the part that says, I want your body, me, your body, long as you got. So, if you listen very closely, it kind of sounds like he's saying, I want Joe Biden, need Joe Biden, long as you got me, you won't need Joe Biden. Wow. So you can kind of already know where they were going with this. They were talking, to, trying to say that T.I. was talking about Joe Biden. But and then when they said, long as you got me, they put Donald Trump's picture up there. Long as you got Donald Trump, you don't need Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. They probably did some they probably got some flu- influencer, social media influencer to create oh, yeah. that for them. They paid somebody to do for that. Sure. Because sure. um, you know, they were doing that during the um what's his name? The nigga from New York that was running? The million the billionaire? Um Oh yeah. yeah. He paid um, he paid a couple of social media influencers to make memes and shit. Yeah. So you never know. But um, all right. But yeah, no, that that's <laughs> fucking joke. All right. Well, my petty this week is going to be uh, I don't remember what the woman's name is, but we will refer to her as Central Park Karen because everybody knows who that is. Now, my petty is not her and her actions, nor is it the the man that she uh, went against. The petty belongs to her employer and the ASPCA, wherever the fuck she is. Um. 
Now, her employer, now, after, you know, after this whole thing went viral and everybody's gone on her shit, and you see her little act that she did on the phone, her employer was like, yep, so you don't work here anymore. <laughs> Go ahead and pack up your, no, you know what? Don't even come in. We will pack your belongings up for you and mail them to you. <laughs> And then, and then now the dog that she had in the video, she only apparently had it for like a week or two, right? So you see her jerking the dog all around and shit, and the dog, you know, the dog, man, the ASPCA said, We are going to go ahead and take our dog back. <laughs> we'll go ahead and refund you all of your money. <laughs> like, y'all didn't have to do that lady like that. Okay, she could have lost the job. Y'all ain't had to go take the dog. <laughs> nah. It's just fuck that. They had to go take the dog. <laughs> this shit it's has like, me dying. I swear to God, bro. Dog, that shit, that shit was great, man. But um, <laughs> goddamn, goddamn. I, I, look, you know what? Just one more quick petty moment. Shout out to everybody that's burning. Like I, I think I talked about it earlier. Shout out to everybody that's burning down the third precinct, police precinct in Minnesota. Fucking legendary moment in uh, in the culture. Fuck sure. yeah. So definitely be safe out there, y'all. All right. Did you have an album suggestion for this week, sir? Yes, sir. Um, shout out to my man Gunna for his new album that uh, just dropped, I believe, last Friday. Uh, rightfully so, titled Wanna. Okay. Yes, that's Gunna with a W. Yeah. And I, I like it so far. Um, I haven't heard the whole thing yet because, you know, it's 18 tracks like every album is now. I don't understand this. They were only <laughs> seven a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Let's go back. Hey, make America have short album listings again. Back <laughs> Mad specific. Mad specific. <laughs> smoke too much Cali weed to be listening to 18 track albums. For real, be, niggas be knocked out by track 13, though. <laughs> Nigga, track seven. What are you talking about? That's I saw seven is the perfect number. That's the perfect number of songs in an album, dog. Regardless, they got they got a couple good features on here. Obviously, you're gonna have Future, Lil Baby. I'm, I'm sorry, not Future. Um, Young Thug, Lil Baby, Travis Scott. Couple couple names you would expect to see on here. Of course. But um, it's, I, I, I like what I hear so far. So far, I've gone down to like about halfway through the album. So far, I like it. So. Okay. Uh, check out One Up by Gunna. All right, and my joint. I'm gonna slide back to 2006 and go down to the Caribbean, down upon Jamaica. Way. Oh, We're gonna bring you Beanie Man's Undisputed from 2006. This album rocks hard. It's got fucking a thing that you wouldn't think was tight was the song number two, Chaka Dance. That joint is vicious. He's also got girls featuring Akon. If y'all remember Brooke Valentine, <laughs> she's uh, featured on one song called Dirty Wine Gal. D'Angelo is on one of the joints. Brooke Valentine um, sounds like a white girl. Is she white? No, she's black. Oh, uh, I was yeah. hoping she was white and kind of looked like Avril Lavigne's like cousin or some shit. Nah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll send you yeah. the one the one song I can remember her doing. Uh, I'll send it to you after this. Uh, also, the um, reggaeton group Voltio is featured on the track called Fire. And then Actually, ladies... Sorry, not... I'll have to correct you there. Reggaeton artist, not group. Oh, word? Uh, there's only one person? Because there's two niggas in the video. <laughs> nah. Okay, well, the video for... Okay, anyway, artist, reggae, I mean, reggaeton artist, excuse me. Um, and then you got Lady Saw, who's also a dance hall artist. Just check out the album. It's so vicious. It's a lot different, I want to say, than, uh, not a lot different, but it's kind of different from the last few albums that Beanie Man had put out. So yeah, check out Undisputed by Beanie Man.
Hey, there you go. All right. Anything else you want to tell them real quick? Uh, man, keep doing whatever you got to do to stay sane during the quarantine, y'all. Who knows what week we're in now at this point. <laughs> keep tuning in to the Versus Battles. Uh, shout out to, uh, shout out to uh, Timberland and, and Swiss Beats for making all this happen, even though y'all literally just monopolized the whole thing. For real. But we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I, uh, keep man, keep tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, like I said, we're going to have album reviews for y'all very, very soon. Uh, like I said, the new uh, Jay Electronica album. Jay yep. Electronica and Crazy album. And was that Buster Rhymes' first album? Nah, this was Buster Rhymes' third album, I believe. For, for real? Yeah, because before that, he had the joint that Wuha was on, and then he had the joint that was uh, Put Your Hands On My Eyes Can See. Both album names are out of my mind at the moment. But okay. I think the first one is like The Coming, I think. And then the second one, I can't remember what the album's called. But yeah, for real. This, this, coming this, I think is When Disaster Strikes. There you go. Damn it. <laughs> hey, the cover for When Disaster Strikes looks crazy. It's vicious. All his covers look crazy, honestly. But, yeah, well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> all right, well, let's get out of here because I got to get back to my little training junk. You know, niggas got a new job. Okay. Hey, celebrate. Hey. <laughs> but yeah. yo, y'all know y'all can catch us on Instagram at HQ Podcast. And yes, it is spelled out. Same on Instagram, Instagram, and Twitter. I think I said Instagram twice, but you know, Instagram and Twitter at HQ Podcast. And yes, it is all spelled out as always. You can find us for your listening pleasures on SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Speaker, Stitcher, Spotify. And you can also find us on Facebook if you search out Hip Hop Heads Podcast. So until the next time, y'all, we love you. Take care. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Peace. Peace. Thank you.